Hello and welcome to another episode of the Debutante Report. Once again, I'm your host Michael Lung, back again to break down another episode of Survivor 41, this time episode 11. And yeah, we're really getting down to the pointy end of the season, only a couple of episodes left to go. And as Survivor likes to do, we've got a couple of new twists thrown in here and there this week. Can't wait to break it all down in today's episode. We're at the final seven, and we saw Liana get voted out five votes to three at this vote, uh, with Xander playing his extra vote here. Um, But yeah, really sad to see Liana go, especially off the back of Shan's boot last week, closest ally going home, and then... And then Liana going home in this week's episode. Yeah, a bit of a back-to-back of some really big players and some big characters as well. And so, yeah, the million-dollar mistake that Survivor was putting forward for Liana's game through this season, I guess, turned out to be true because Xander still remains in the game whilst uh, she got voted out this week. So, um, yeah, it ended up coming true. And yeah, I think my predictions panned out exactly as how I predicted this week with... Danny and Deshaun with the People of Color Alliance in with Liana moving to the bottom of the pecking order and then those on the bottom last week in Xander, Heather and Erica have now moved into the majority with Ricard. The bottom have really shifted to the top and now, yeah, the People of Color Alliance are now on the bottom. Well, they were as a three this week and now probably as a two next week. And I think that People of Color Alliance really underestimated the influence that Shan had on the other players, especially Ricard. Because now Shan's out of the game. Ricard, I guess, had no allegiance to the people of Carl Alliance. He could just switch to the minority and form a majority four. And yeah, without Shan as that link there um, to that alliance with Ricard, Danny and Deshaun, well, and Liana this episode, really in a tough spot. Probably didn't expect Liana to go home in this episode, more so with Danny and Deshaun as being the major targets. I think she just got caught in a rough situation where both Danny and Deshaun happen to be immune at this week's vote. We'll get into that later in this episode. But yeah, I think she just got caught in a really awkward position where Deshaun really wanted to keep her around as an alliance, as the People of Color Alliance. But there was a majority four forming, even though it wasn't the tightest alliance that, yeah, she was, I guess, going to be on the block in either, in either case, given that, yeah, those two other players were immune. But yeah, I guess there was the opportunity for her to... Because we saw that she really wanted to target Deshaun, wanted to get revenge on him after last week's vote. But I think this week she really could have targeted with Danny and Deshaun to go after Xander instead of Ricard. I found it uh, a bit strange that they wanted to go after Ricard. I mean, it did make sense given that he's a big threat, but I think Xander's actually the bigger threat out here because he's got an idol, he can win challenges. There is a chance that he could go really far at that final tribal council and end up winning the game. So, yes, Ricard's this big threat and everyone can see him as the big threat, but I think people like Xander and Erica are people who could really slither their way to the end without getting noticed too much and have a real shot of winning the game. So, there was a real chance that they could have got rid of Xander in this episode. I know that Liana's been targeting him for so long in this season. And yeah, I don't see why she couldn't have gone after him again this episode. But yeah... They ended up going for a card, um, the Minority Alliance here, and I guess that could have been the right option. I mean, there was the potential for Erica and Xander to flip over. I'm not sure about Heather. Um, We saw Xander not being too keen to flip on Ricard at this moment, just because he's actually a really good shield for him at the moment. For Xander, Ricard's someone that he wants to keep around, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, 
yeah, maybe just a little bit longer. I don't know if Xander can beat Ricard in a final three. Um, Ricard probably wins out there, and Xander probably needs to think about a time of getting rid of Ricard later down the road. There's not a lot of a lot of opportunities left, but for the moment, it was the right move for him. I think for at least one more vote to keep him around. Um, but for Erica, I think I think it's better for her to get rid of Ricard because we haven't seen previously of them being as tight of an alliance. I mean. We've seen them discuss here and there through the episodes, them chatting about strategy, um, but we haven't seen anything about a really strong alliance between them. And yeah, who knows if there's going to be any more opportunities for her to get rid of Ricard. I mean, the opportunity was there to get rid of him. He had, didn't have an idol, didn't have a mini necklace to protect him. Yeah, for Erica, I think he's the more immediate threat because Xander and her seem to have some sort of bond going, still seem to be working together quite well. And yeah, we really saw Erica being in this um, dilemma whether to vote out Liana or go with Ricard. I, yeah, she doesn't seem to be too tight with the people of Car Alliance, but I think it could have been the time for her to get rid of Ricard. Yeah, she might have missed an opportunity there because I think if he keeps winning immunities and lying a bit low, there's a good chance that he could get to the end as well. So um, for Erica, I think she definitely should have taken her shot at Ricard while she could have in this seven vote. Seven votes are, have been so crucial, especially in past survivors, where it's the chance that the a big player can really go home, given that there's such low numbers left, it's an odd number. It only takes one vote to flip flip the whole script. So, yeah, she really could have taken a shot here. But I guess it was a smart move for the majority to stick together as a four. I mean, people of color line still a threat. You still want to get rid of... Um, one of those three remaining in the game, Danny, Deshaun, or Liana. Um, all three of them, good game players. But this four alliance is a really interesting one because it's kind of a mishmash of people. Like, Ricard, Heather, Xander, Erica, they don't really seem to have any commonality amongst them. Probably Heather and Erica is both being on Louvre, but all, all of them have been on separate pages through the whole game. And so it's a bit strange how they've managed to somehow come together for this vote. I mean, they were on the bottom previously and they just somehow managed to stick together to form a four majority, which is, I guess, a bit out of the blue, but it ended up working for them in this vote. But moving forward, I don't think that four is going to stick together too well. I mean, probably Ricard seems to be an easy boot for next week, given that his threat level is a little bit a little bit higher than a couple of the others. Um, and so there's no reason why... Heather, Xander, and Erica join up with Danny and Deshaun and get rid of, getting rid of Ricard next episode. I guess it just comes down to Ricard's bonds with the other members of the tribe and whether he can pull something off next week. We'll, we'll wait and see. But yeah, he seems to be in a tough spot at the moment. And I think that comes down to, I guess, unknowingly when Shan, on her way out, said that Ricard has a vote for the million dollars. I mean, I think unknowingly she painted a target on him and yeah, it might have made the game a little bit harder for Ricard um, in this endgame portion of the game. And we saw Deshaun at the start of this episode actually try to paint that picture on Ricard as being the mastermind, as being uh, the major player that needs to that needs to get out as soon as possible. But um, he ended up painting a bigger target on himself. And I think the way that probably Deshaun came across, I think came across as too aggressive, as he said, he recognised on, on this episode. But... I don't know if there was another way you could have played it. Maybe just, yeah, like you said, better to keep quiet and like let the players form their own perception of Ricard um, as a target. 
and I guess now for Deshaun as well, with Shan calling him out as a snake, he really wants to change his perception of himself, and I think he only dug himself a deeper hole by um, coming across and blaming a card for the voters, I guess, a bit strange to him. Like, we saw him wanting to take credit for the move and um, do it in a way that was seen as admirable rather than um, as a kind of snaky move. I guess it's a testament to Ricard's game that he's able to pull off that blind side of Shan and still keep his hands clean. I mean, that really puts him over and above as probably one of the most savvy game players this season, shows him as a real threat. But yeah, his ability to manoeuvre and navigate for the rest of this game is um, going to be a bit tricky for him, given that so many people see him as a big threat. But yeah, he's been doing a good job so far. And yeah, I want to go back to Danny and Deshaun and the people of Carolines targeting Ricard. I really think they should have gone for Xander in this episode. Yes, Ricard is seen as a big threat that you need to get rid of, and he's got a lot of votes on the jury already. I mean, if they could have got some people to flip on Xander. Like, we saw that Xander didn't want to flip on Ricard, but there's nothing saying that Ricard shouldn't flip on Xander and join uh, Danny, Deshaun, and Liana and get rid of Xander. I mean, Xander's also a threat to Ricard's game, and so probably more so than uh, than Liana as well. So, yeah, I think maybe Ricard could have teamed up with Deshaun. I mean, I don't know how plausible that is. Ricard and Deshaun never really seem to be on the same page, and Ricard doesn't seem to trust him. But when your target is Xander, you probably want to get rid of him when you can. Yeah, especially with his idol in his pocket. I mean, that makes him even more dangerous at a six vote going into a five, and then needing a couple more Mindy wins, maybe going into fire as well. Yeah, he's a real shot to go into final tribal council as well. So, yeah, I think definitely Xander's up there as a threat. And it seems a bit strange that only now they've really looked at him as a threat. Like, a couple of votes ago, he was on the bottom, I guess had a couple of clutch immunity wins to keep himself around. And don't see why they couldn't have gone for him a bit earlier than now, because I think he's a bit more protected right now than he was a couple of couple of votes ago. But yeah, now getting into one of the bigger parts of this episode, we saw a new twist enter the game um, where the first person to drop out of the immunity challenge will have to play a do or die challenge at Tribal Council. Um, if they win the challenge, they're, they've got immunity um, at Tribal Council, but if they lose, they're immediately out of the game. And I'm, it's a really interesting twist that they've introduced But because I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to add a bit more value to challenge performances and trying to... Yeah, make it a more crucial part of the game because I think in recent seasons it's been neglected somewhat. We've seen players like Brad Culpepper get all the way to the end, win a ton of immunities, and then not get rewarded for it at the end game. And I think production are probably wanting to change that perception of of challenges and challenge wins. And yeah, we saw in Australian Survivor where like someone like George completely neglected individual immunity challenges because of how insignificant he perceived them to be, um, and relied purely on the strategic part of the game um, to get to where he got to. But yeah, so I really see what they're doing. They're trying to add more value to it, add more risk and, I guess, importance to challenge performance. And so for those who get voted, or not voted, for those who drop out of the challenge early, I guess, yeah, it adds more risk to the game because you don't really want to be um, performing too poorly in challenges that your the fate in your game is, I guess, relies upon a game of chance. So... Yeah, with this risk, it really just adds more importance to how athletic you are and how savvy you are in challenges. So yeah, I found this immunity challenge actually 
quite entertaining as well, even though it seems to be one of those classic uh, hold a position for as long as you can. This challenge has been used before in Survivor and and yeah, I found it really great to see some players use the challenge hack strategy. Um, in this challenge, if you don't know, there's a hack where you place your palms up in either the second, uh, the second or third rounds to release the pressure on your wrists. And so, um, yeah, we saw Ricard and Danny implement this strategy and they ended up going pretty far in this challenge with Danny ended up winning, I think because he probably left it to the last round when probably, um, well, Ricard used it in the second round to take some pressure off his wrist, and then um, Danny ended up taking it home in the final round. Yeah, it was really great to see some challenge strategy come into play here. Um, but yeah, we saw Deshaun ending up dropping out first in the challenge and uh, therefore having to participate in the do-or-die challenge. Turned out to be the Monty Hall problem. And for a lot of Survivor players who probably studied to get onto the onto the show, they probably know this dilemma very, very well. And so... It's a no-brainer of how to play it out. I feel like it's a very simple challenge for Survivor to bring in. I feel like they could have made it a little bit more complicated for the players in terms of chance, but um, for those who know this challenge, it's a pretty easy one to figure out. But in this situation, Deshaun didn't pull off the strategy that you're supposed to in the Monty Hall problem because um, if you want to go into the strategy of it, you can look it up. But essentially, you're designed to... or like The strategy of it is to switch your from your original choice um, when you're given the option to do so. It just so happened that Deshaun happened to pick the, the right box in the start, and so that that theory didn't really come into play here. But yeah, he ended up, I think, just getting lucky in this situation um, and picking the right box. So um, yeah, a bit of luck comes into play here for Deshaun, and he manages to stay in the game. But And I feel like his perception to the jury could, I guess, be increased by this challenge. I don't know if how they'll perceive this to be, but Whenever you're facing a situation where the game's on the line and you end up coming out on top, it always, I guess, increases your perception um, to the jury. And we see that with fire making. If you make a fire, your perception immediately increases. And so um, something like this could um, up his game a little bit and up his chances at a final tribal council. But yeah, I'm not really sure how the jury's going to perceive this. I mean, it was just a game of luck and game of chance. He didn't really put any strategy into it, like you should with a Monty Hall dilemma. But yeah, he ended up coming out on top. And we'll see how his game plays out from here. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the strategy I have to talk about in this episode. Going into predictions for next week, um, we saw from the preview from next episode, um, even though Danny and Deshaun on the bottom, there could be the chance that they find an idol. Um, Ricard notices things shifting a little bit next episode, so that could mean that potentially he's, his game's on the line. Um, that'll be my prediction that he's in a bit of a tough spot for next week. Erica seems. I saw Erica and Deshaun talking, and Erica and Desha, Erica might want to keep Deshaun around. Deshaun wanting to work with Sand, and Erica's potentially a final three. That came out of the blue. Um, did not expect him to uh, peel away from Danny as as he did. But um, for next episode, I'm really thinking that Ricard's in a bit of hot water. If that majority four can stick together, then Danny and Deshaun could be in the firing line as well. I think Xander, Eric, and Heather seem to be a tight little three, even though. They haven't really had a lot of bonding time. I don't see any of them flipping on each other anytime soon. So yeah, Ricard, Danny, and Deshaun probably in the firing line there. Um, as much as I don't want to see it, I think Ricard might go home next episode. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see for that. But 
I think that brings us to the end of another recap podcast. I think this one was a little bit shorter. I was just rambling off the top of my head for a lot of it. So I hope you enjoyed listening to my thoughts on this episode. I really want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Debutante Report. If you made it all the way to the end, I really appreciate you if you did. And yeah, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Debutante Report. And let me know your thoughts on Twitter at Debutante Report if you agreed or disagreed with anything I've mentioned in this episode. And yeah, we'll be back next week to recap episode 12 of Survivor 41. Only a couple of episodes left, I think. One next week and the finale of the week after. So yeah, almost at the end. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. Um, But until then, hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.